Today I want to talk to you about this idea of grace. You know, as I go throughout my day in Ghana, as I walk from my house to work, as I go from business place to business place, and as I greet people, how are you, I'm often greeted back, oh, by God's grace. Someone's always saying, by God's grace, I am well, or by God's grace, I am doing good. When we listen to preachers, no matter what church they're from, no matter what they might believe in, they all talk about grace, and they all talk about the fact that we're saved by grace. Even when they disagree with my message, we're both typically saying we're saved by grace. I want to say to you very clearly today, and don't miss what I'm saying here, and please pay attention because it's very important. The Bible does not teach that we're saved by grace. Let's look at what the Bible says. Because we're getting this message all wrong. Pay attention carefully. We're going to go to 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse number 9. The Bible says this. It says, Who saved us and called us with an holy calling, not according to our works, but according to His own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. So this verse tells us, it talks about the fact that God has saved us. And then it tells us how He saved us. Does it say that He saved us by grace? No, that's not what the Bible says. It says, not according to our works. You see, the Bible doesn't say that we're simply saved by grace. The Bible adds to that. And what it adds to that is that it's not by works. Because grace and works, it cannot be grace if work is added. So the Bible makes it very clear. We're not saved by grace. We're saved by grace with out works. It's a preacher. Doesn't that mean we're saved by grace? Yes, it means we're saved by grace. But here's the problem. Almost every preacher you talk to, if you ask them the question, are we saved by grace? They will say yes. But then they add works to it. And when you add works to grace, it is no more grace. The Bible clearly tells us in multiple verses when it talks about salvation that it's without works. And this verse right here in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 9 is a typical verse where it tells us that it's not according to our works. So did God save? Does God save anyone according to the things they do? No. But it's by His grace. Grace without works. Let's look at another verse or verses. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 8. The Bible says, 
For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Now, is that the end? No, that's not the end of the sentence. It keeps going. Then verse 9, not of works, lest any man should boast. So the, the, the Bible is very clear. Are we saved by grace? Yes, but without works. He doesn't stop the message with by grace. He adds to it. And what he adds to it is not of works. What most preachers are doing, what most churches are doing, is they're adding something to the grace. And what they're adding to the grace is their own works. What God adds to the grace is the message that it's without works. It is time we believe what God says and not what man preaches. It's time we read what God says and take it as the truth and stop believing what some charismatic preacher keeps telling you. That you get to heaven by obeying God. I'm sorry the Bible doesn't teach that. The Bible says that it's by grace, not of works. Why? Because lest any man should boast. That means if it were by works, we would all brag, we would all boast of what we have done to earn it. But there will be no boasting in our salvation. There will be only appreciation and thanksgiving because it's by grace without works not of works. The Bible says in Titus chapter number 3, in verse number 5, it says, Not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to His mercy, He saved us. Again, now it doesn't use the word grace here, it uses the word mercy. Grace and mercy are synonymous. They basically mean the same thing. We are saved by the kindness and goodness or mercy or grace of God, not by works of righteousness. Stop adding your works to what God has done. Stop adding your works to the blood of Jesus Christ. Stop adding your goodness to God's goodness. God doesn't need you to save you. He does it by His grace, by His mercy, without works. Let's go to Romans. Chapter number 11. And verse number 6. It says, And if by grace, then is it no more of works? Otherwise... Grace is no more grace. But if it be of works, then it is no more grace. Otherwise, work is no more work. You see, this verse makes it clear to us. When you say that someone is saved by grace, and you add works to it, it ceases to be grace. You are not saved by God's goodness and your goodness. You're saved by God's goodness without 
your goodness. The Bible teaches in the book of Romans, in verse 23, the Bible says, For all have sinned. That means every living human being has broken God's commandments. To sin is to disobey God. We have all been disobedient. We have all sinned against God's commandments. And because of that sin, there is a punishment. And that punishment is the same punishment that God promised to Adam in the Garden of Eden when He told him not to eat of the fruit of the knowledge of the tree of good and evil, that he would die if he partook of it. And when Adam partook of that tree, death came into the world. And God says to us in Romans chapter 6, verse 23, For the wages of sin is death. The payment for our sin is to die. That death is more than just physical death. That death includes punishment and a lake of fire. The Bible says in Revelation 21, 8, But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone. Hell is real. Heaven is real. How do we get to heaven? How do we avoid hell? Well, the Bible says that it's by grace. If something is by grace, it is a gift. It is something someone else pays for and offers it to you free of charge. Salvation from the lake of fire is a gift. It is something God purchased by His own blood, and He offers it to you and I. You see, God decided to create man. And he gave man a choice. And man chose to sin. And God in his love and in his divine plan, he made a way whereby man could be redeemed from the punishment of sin. He made a way for man to escape the punishment of hell. He devised a plan before the foundations of the world. And in that plan was the fact that the Word, the second part of the Christian Trinity, the Word, the Son of God, the Messiah, the Christ, would leave heaven. He would take on the form of a man. Philippians chapter 2, verse number 6. He would humble himself. He would become obedient unto death. Why obedient unto death? Because death was the punishment for sin. He would become obedient unto death, even the death of the cross, the cursed death of the cross, a death that was kept for the worst of sinners. And he was the worst of sinners because he took your sin and mine and he took it upon himself and he became sin and he became unrighteousness that we could be saved. And he purchased for us eternal redemption. He shed his blood and he offered his blood on the cross of Calvary. He ascended 40 days later. He went into heaven 
And in the heavenly tabernacle, the holy place, a mysterious place, he offered on the mercy seat of God his blood as the price for your sin and mine. Now listen to me. I've just described to you the gospel of Jesus Christ from the Bible. How that God devised a plan that His Son would shed His blood and give His life for our sin. I just described for you how He offered His blood once and for all, the Bible tells us in the book of Hebrews, for the sins of man. And you want to add to that? You want to bring your filthy works and add them to the blood of Jesus Christ? You want to add your works to God's grace? I'm sorry, salvation is not by grace plus your work. Salvation is not simply by grace. It is grace without works. And every one of us need to understand that if we don't understand that works have to be removed from the grace, then we don't understand grace. Grace means it's free. Grace means it's from one party to the other. One party did the work, the other party does the receiving. Grace without works. The Bible says in Romans chapter number 4. It says, Now to him that worketh is the reward not reckoned of grace, but of debt. But to him that worketh not, verse 5, but believeth on him that justifieth the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. God is telling us here that our faith is counted righteousness. Now how can our faith count for righteousness? Because God in His graciousness sent His only begotten Son to die for us and if we're willing to believe in that grace without our works we can be saved. But notice that it clearly says to him that worketh not. Who is the man that can be saved? The man who worketh not. The man who says, God, I'm a sinner. I cannot earn salvation. I can't work for it. I'm the man who only can receive it by your grace. That's the man who can be saved. The man who tries to add his works to God's grace will go to hell. We will enter heaven by grace without works. The Bible is very clear about this. Very clear about it. If we look in Romans chapter 3, in verse 20, it says, Therefore by the deeds of the law there shall no flesh be justified in his sight. For by the law is the knowledge of sin. But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets, even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ, unto all and upon all them that believe, for there is no difference. This is the righteousness of God without the law. Verse 28 says, Therefore we conclude 
we conclude, we've come to an understanding that a man is justified by faith without the deeds of the law. It's by grace, not by works. Look, God has offered His grace to mankind through His Son, Jesus Christ, who shed His precious blood on the cross of Calvary. And you receive that by faith, believing that to be the truth, believing in His grace, or you can try to work your way to heaven. If you're going to try to work your way to heaven, you're not going to get there because you've sinned. And if you try to add your works to His grace, you're not going to get there because He says it's without works. The Bible's very clear here. We're saved by faith in the grace of God without works. And any preacher and any teacher, any person who claims to be a child of God, claims to know God and tells you any different is lying to you. I've just showed it to you from the Bible. Praise God that salvation is free. Praise God that salvation is provided for through the grace and goodness of God without works. I'll end with this. I've shared this verse in other messages. We've preached probably whole messages about this verse. But in Galatians chapter 2, verse 21, the Bible says, I do not frustrate the grace of God. I do not frustrate the grace of God. For if righteousness come by the law, Christ is dead in vain. What does that mean, to frustrate the grace of God? I'll explain it to you this way. Let's say I have a brother, and he loves me, and he wants to show his love to me. And he goes out, and he buys me this beautiful Bible. It cost him a lot of money. It cost him, this Bible would probably cost, um, it probably cost five or six hundred CDs. And he spends his money, he saves it, he saves it, he saves it, and he offers this Bible to me as a gift. And as he offers me the, the, the Bible, I say to him, Oh, no, I, I cannot receive it. Let me pay you for it. And I reach in my pocket. And I don't have no money on me right now, but I reach in my pocket and I, I, I start to try to pay him. And he is hurt. He is, I wouldn't say he's insulted, he's disappointed, he's disheartened. Why? Because he was trying to show his love to me and I wouldn't receive it. I tried to pay for it. I'm frustrating His grace. He graciously is trying to give me something, and I'm trying to pay for it, and I'm frustrating Him. Because what I'm saying to Him is, I don't need you. I don't need your love. I have what I need. I have money. I can pay my own way. Let's look at the story a little different. Let's say my brother buys me this wonderful Bible. He offers it to me this time, and this time I pull out of my pocket one CD, 
one small CD and I offer it to him. Now I have insulted him. The first time I tried to pay him what the Bible was worth and I frustrated his grace. I disappointed him because he's trying to show me his love. This time I've made it even worse. I only offered one CD and now I have really frustrated his grace. I am insulting him because I'm suggesting that what he has offered me is only worth one CD. Now the Bible clearly tells us in the book of Isaiah, in chapter 64 and verse 6, the Bible clearly teaches us that our righteousnesses are as filthy rags. That which we consider to be clean is dirty to God. That which we consider to be righteousness is sinful with God. And when God offers us the wonderful gift of salvation through Jesus Christ and through His blood, through His grace and mercy, and we try to add to that our works, when we try to claim that it's not just by grace that we have to work for it as well, we are insulting, we are frustrating we're rejecting the grace of God. You see, we are saved by grace without works. And when you try to add your work to what God did on the cross of Calvary, you are dooming yourself to an eternal hell. And I pity the false prophets and the false teachers who get on the radios in Ghana and lie to you and say that you have to be a good person to go to heaven. And tell you, you have to obey the commandments to go to heaven. No, my friend, you have to receive salvation from God as a gift by His grace and mercy without works. See, pastor, do you work for God? Yeah, you can see I'm working for God, but I'm not working to God so I can get to heaven. I'm working for God because He saved me by His grace without works. And now I've chosen to work for Him. It's not by grace. It's by grace without works. If you tuned into this broadcast today and you were trusting in any way, shape, or form your own goodness and your own works to get you to heaven, you need to be born again. You need to get saved. You need to change your thinking. You need to say, I'm wrong. The Bible is right. Salvation is by grace through faith in Jesus Christ, not plus my works. You need to confess to God right now that you're a sinner, that you deserve hell, that Jesus shed his blood for you, died for you, rose from the dead, and that Jesus is the only way to heaven. And receive his free gift as the only means of salvation. Will you do that now? If you've understood that you're wrong about your works and that salvation's by grace without works, I hope you'll contact us and let us know that you've trusted Jesus Christ as your Savior and that you've stopped trusting in your own goodness. Not Jesus plus what you do, but Jesus only. If you still have questions, please contact us. We'd like to help you. Thank you for watching the Fundamental Hour. God bless you.